time for the Dog of the Week. All right, Dog of the Week this week. Don't know if you saw it. Don't know if you heard it. There is an exchange-traded fund that actually collapsed this week. An exchange-traded fund. An exchange-traded fund. So, that is you know, a you, first. Can, you can go positive, negative. You can do all kind of things, double long, double inverse. Um, there's some pretty creative things you can do in the market these days with exchange-traded funds. This one, um, you ever heard of the VIX, the volatility index? Yep. All right, so it measures expectations of volatility, and it's uh, according to the options market. Uh, last year was a record year for low volatility. Um, basically, volatility was uh, at a level, long-term average, 9.43. Uh, in a normal year, it's somewhere around 11.5, so it was two points lower. Um, if you wanted to make money, Trading anything volatility, what folks were doing is buying the inverse volatility index, meaning that as volatility went down, you made lots of money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, volatility being as low as it was last year, and Jennifer, you mentioned it in our, our first segment, how how uh, usually we get a 10% downturn in, mm-hmm. you know, in the market on an average in a single year. We usually have three, 5% declines before they recover. In an average year, you know, if you measure over a long period of time, last year, as bad as the market got, 2.88% in a span of about almost two weeks in August. Mm-hmm. So very low volatility. Well, these folks that traded it um, last year, it's uh, the inverse. So instead of VIX, V-I-X, the symbol on this is X-I-V. Uh, there's a guy named Seth Golden who uh, used to be a – Heard the Used name. to be a uh, um, basically a dispatcher for a for a uh, trucking company, more or less. Decided he had become a day trader. Last year, the inverse volatility index was up 187.5 percent. And as I was telling you before, quite often you'll see the media cheer something higher, and then things happen and they cheer it lower. Well. The New York Times did a uh, study or did a uh, uh, expose, I guess, in the middle of the summer last year talking about how this guy had made so much money um, in the last, well, since February 1st, that 200 or what was it, 187.5% has been turned into basically nothing. In fact, the ETF blew up (laughs) between February 1st and today. It is down. 88.3% 88.3% from 187. From 187, it's going to be closed within the next three months. The company that was running it was Credit Suisse. Uh, the contracts behind the inverse volatility have basically collapsed. Uh, its value is going to be nothing. You you lost. I mean, it's still showing a value, mm-hmm. but in reality, you're going to get nothing. Back. Wow. Ouch, huh? That's incredible. Yeah, no doubt. From 129 bucks at its pinnacle to, you know, it's trading today at 5.4, $5.40 from 129 <laughs> just in less than in a what? week. Yeah. A week? A week. A week. Wow. Uh, if you're taking risks, know the risk you're taking. That's the biggest point here. Uh, be careful of the media that will whipsaw things one way or the other. Um 
you know, I'm not trying to, to laugh at somebody else's expense, but the reality is, uh, you know, the guy he in this story that's been out this week because, you know, it's kind of a follow on to the New York Times article that they had done. He said, I survived it. Any of y'all thought it caps, you know, capsized me. You're wrong. He had uh, mm-hmm. supposedly he had saw uh, some of the volatility kicking up. So he took a position um, that would offset some of his his short volatility but, position. But, you know, pe- you know, there are people out there that, you know, sometimes say that investing in the stock market is just like gambling. That, to me, is like gambling. I mean, but when you're right. when you're investing in the stock market, in general, you're investing in companies that have earnings. Yeah. You're owning a piece of that company. Yeah. That, you're not owning anything. No, it, it's, it's just pure speculation right. on... It's mm-hmm. one price. There, right. There's no earnings involved. Right. There's no cash flows involved. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, if, you're, if you're buying something that has one easy cash flow in the future and you don't know what it is... It might be speculation if mm-hmm. there's a business behind it and you can see their operations are, right. are out there gathering revenues and those revenues, you know, hit the bottom line and they're bigger than, you know, than than the money they took in. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's profitable. Uh, some of the things that I look at, I talk about it all the time on the show. Uh, if you're investing in stocks, look at the profitability, the growth, um, and then look at valuation mm-hmm. all of them matter and you can't understand how much it's worth unless you understand how much the company makes yeah. you can have companies that don't grow an ounce you can have companies that that uh, you know they, they have to be profitable still in order for you to have any kind of value to the company and yeah. and understanding what you own is of utmost importance when you're investing. I mean, mm-hmm. this goes back another asset class that was up a whole lot bigger than the mm-hmm. the inverse volatility index last year. Jared, what am I about to say? Some Bitcoin, man. Bitcoin, yeah. It was up over 1,300% <laughs> in 2017. Yeah. It's down 62% when I last looked from its high. Its mm-hmm. high was hit on the 16th of December. Here mm-hmm. we are, February, a week in. Mm-hmm. It's down 61 percent. Speculation in 2017 was was at a I won't call it an all time high, but it was it was pretty rampant. Know yeah. if you're speculating or investing, um, you know, people that buy Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. I, I'm not mm-hmm. going to say that cryptocurrencies aren't something that will be useful in the future, but I don't believe that any of them are truly a currency today. Yeah. Well, to Jennifer's point, I mean, they're, they're not generating earnings. They're not generating revenue. They're not paying right. dividends. There's nothing. You're, you're really trading supply and demand. And, and I think gambling was the key word there. Right. Right. I, I just assume take the money to the casino, at least to have a little bit of fun out of it. Yeah. Because it'll drive you crazy watching the market with stuff like that. I mean. And in general, yeah. they give you free cocktails. Yes, exactly. You get a lot <laughs> so of free stuff, So it's kind of like too. a party where you, you get to lose your wallet. Yeah. Take it to the casino. Have some fun. Stay away from that stuff. Yeah, well, I, you know, the the biggest thing is when you're investing, there's generally a business involved, and and you know, if there's not, then you're doing what we call the bigger fool theory. Mm-hmm. Basically, you have to find a fool bigger than you, who's more willing to buy it from you at a higher price. Right. The one cash flow, the only way you're going to make money is to sell it at a higher price. And mm-hmm. you know, if it's if it's very difficult to uh, determine the valuation, then you're going to have have trouble you're probably speculating sure not investing yep all right guys so um with all of that out of the way off my chest um 
I, I think I'm going to be okay. I'm going to take Are a few you? extra breaths over I, here. I didn't know where you were going when you when you involved Bitcoin. I thought we were about to get <laughs> off on a tangent. Well, hey, didn't we? <laughs> we, we, a, we little, did. a little bit. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, hey, it's I, a hot topic. I don't hey, blame you. I, I'm reeled back in now. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> it's not something you'd find in one of our portfolios, is it? Uh, you no, guys got that? Absolutely down? not. But you know what? I do get a lot of questions about it, especially lately. Yeah. And, um, you know, I think it's worthwhile talking about sure. because it's, a, it's another one of those educational points that uh, we're always happy to to take a take a side road and and uh, talk about uh, kind of put our thoughts together and, and let folks understand just what what our take on those are sure um you talk about crashing <laughs> since we've had a kick up in volatility i have heard that some uh some financial company websites have been getting so much traffic that they have uh, they have had outages recently, which is very really? strange. I'm telling you. You think like you mean like banks maybe people checking yeah, on their money or right. they're going there it's for checking. Well, it's a lot of it is uh, stock based uh, financial yeah. companies. So, yeah, just logging in to see yeah, their some website. of the big wire uh, yeah. wirehouses or whatever. Yeah, trying to see yeah. their values. Uh, even some 401k sites uh, have had issues with mm-hmm. added volatility. Hey, look, you know what? Uh, if you are not retiring tomorrow, you probably don't have a huge issue. And by tomorrow, mm-hmm. I do mean a, a longer window of time. But yeah, um, anything that you have in the stock market, you know, we recommend that it should be something that you are not going to need in the next ten years. Yeah. So this this blip in the market or this downturn in the market, it should not affect your ability. Right. To yeah, reach your goals. Our financial philosophy was designed with these things in mm-hmm. mind. I mean, it, it really is aimed at trying to help right. our clients sleep at night. If you know, if you get nervous because the market goes down, mm-hmm. um, it's perfectly human for you to do that. Yeah. But reality is, just think about what you've done for your, you know, planning for the long term. Mm-hmm. Right. It should actually give you some solace. Well, and if you've, if you've purchased long-term investments and don't have a need for liquidity, then really these, these corrections should not worry you all that much. Nobody likes to see their account value declining, obviously, but at the end of the day, look, it's got to do this to remain healthy. That's what I've been telling clients this entire week is, you know, healthy markets correct themselves. I, I would probably be more concerned had the market gone up what it's come down just because right. of where we were at already for the year right. and, and frankly where we had come to just uh, with these record highs this this is what a healthy market does. Yeah. And I think a lot of people have become numb to that because we have just seen such a steady increase for so long. Sure. We need these things, and, and people need to understand that this is healthy. It doesn't right. doesn't feel good. I get it. We're, we're, we're in the same boat, right? Uh, yeah, we we're invest not, too. <laughs> we're not just the advisors here. And, and right. so I'm, I'm trying to take my own advice, but the, that's the truth of the matter. It is what a healthy market does. Now, how far it's going to go, we'll see. But to this point, I think it's been... Fairly healthy. Yeah, and Jared, I'll be honest with you. I think the valuations today are a lot more reasonable than they were a week ago, a month ago. You know, right. it's it's uh, one of those things. Uh, markets can fix their issues, their valuation issues, in one of two ways: earnings grow or prices fall. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, we're not we're not. Hey, guess what? If we focus on what's happened over the past year, we're still up. Over 17%, which is way better than you would see in a normal Mm -hmm. one-year span. Well, if you guys recall, remember we got a big cookie cake when the Dow hit 20,000 because this was some big – you know, it was a big uh, milestone, and everybody was thinking, wow, how much further can this thing really go? And when was that? That that, that wasn't even 24 months ago, was it? uh, I mean – uh, uh, At or around there anyways? Right, yeah. I mean, yeah, you just think about how far that's come and how quickly – 
It's incredible. Well, so expectations have been good. So, you know, it, we understand how we got to where we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the expectations have turned into some reality. we got tax reform. Uh, if you look at what the Atlanta Fed is telling us right now, uh, the Atlanta Fed expects GDP growth in the first quarter to be at 5.4%. Guess what it's been in the last quarter of, of last year? We got one report. We always get three of these. So we got one in December. We'll get one. I mean, we got an estimate in January. We'll get another at the end of February, and the final will be in March. 2.6%. So Mm -hmm. the Atlanta Fed, this is not my number. This is the Atlanta Fed saying that we're going to have a doubling of economic growth in the first quarter. And why would it be tax reform? Right. It's really hard to say exactly what tax changes are going to do. But there's some incentives in there that uh, sure. that give corporations uh, the incentive to buy more goods, yeah. spend some capital instead of just buying back their own stock. Uh, stick around. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll come back and talk a little bit about some casualty losses. You got it. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments, It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.